Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. So, you want to know the story of Splatterhouse, the new horror video game for fellow graphics succeed? They say he stalks the old haunted mansion. They say he's looking for his girlfriend. They say his only weapon against the maggot-eating ghouls who took her. There's a two-by-four. And you say you want to play this game? Splatterhouse. Buy a TurboGrafx-16 system now and get one of 38 selected games free. It's only I'm like scared. That's no, very scary. It's very scary. Be afraid. Hello. Try not to be afraid and welcome to play retro i'm one of your hosts scott johnson and i like my blood and guts limited to 64 colors please oh hey is that jason not jason oh well he sort of looks like jason you go jason i mean not jason run and i'm your other host brian dunaway and i am not evil this mask i'm telling you it's evil now now hand me that two by four i'm about to go not be evil on every floor of this monster filled mansion hey is that an underdeveloped fetus coming at me out of a mutant mansion womb? <laughs> and you expect me to what? Kill it? Oh, no. Not in this social political environment. I'm a coward. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm a coward. We're all cowards this month. Um, you know what? It's been, I have to say, I really like that we focused on like scary stuff for this for this month. Yeah, it's appropriate. Just, you know, yeah. I, I've been wanting to play Splatterhouse for so long. I wanted to get into it. Yeah. I, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to get into it. I, I've dabbled. Some edgy stuff back in the day. I remember Genesis owners were like, yeah, that's because we're the cool console where we don't mind a little blood now and again, you know? Yeah. I thought, yeah. and you know what? I was one of those people. I'm like, oh, I'm cool. I got a Sega Genesis. And then people were like, you do realize that the first one was released on the Turbo Graphics. And I was like, oh, no, I did not know yeah. that. And you do realize there was a weird <laughs> uh, NES game in Japan only that was super no, weird. I don't, I don't, you know I what's know funny? That. I actually think that game, we'll, we'll talk about this when we get to it, but I think that game plays better than the other ones. It's a pretty good game. It is... It's different. It's, it's different. It's, it's, it feels it's different. good. I like. I don't think it's the right story, look, tone, but it. Right. But it's a better platformer. That's what I'm getting yeah. at. Oh, absolutely! Anyway. It's a better platformer because those ones are beat 'em ups and uh, uh, hack and slashers. That's right. Slasher. Um, that commercial obviously came from the uh, Turbo Graphics version of the game, which does exist. Uh, we'll acknowledge mm-hmm. these things as we get uh, into it. But the mainstream, you know, where people really were buying it was on the Genesis, and mm-hmm. uh, not the Super Nintendo. Okay. No, 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 not there. Not there this time. Sorry. No. Let's, let's dig up. Some, let's dig up some old console fight from the nineties. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it, baby. Yep, I like it. We're gonna um, get into that. We're gonna get into that part. We'll get into all of that. I feel bad this week though because the only retro play I did were 
or was Splatterhouse on the Genesis two in particular. I think two is the bomb. That's the one I like the most. I think yeah, I, I think you did all right. I think yeah. you did all right. Yeah, two yeah. is two is good. If you but, if, if you only play two on the Genesis, I I think you have a good. I think you have a good working base for what the rest of the Splatterhouse games are. Except, I agree. Except, like I, said, I also just think it's the better version of the game. The first ger- ve- version looks pretty good, but is the, some of right. the worst sound design I've ever heard. Um, right. But because that's all the retro time I had, and here's why. I got way into Marvel Snap, which came out finally in full release. Oh, is, is that that uh, mobile app thing? It's a mobile what game. It's a card game. And it is made by the folks, uh, Second Dinner, uh, made up of a team of people, including Ben Brode, who were all were former Hearthstone devs and creators over at Blizzard. And then they ben left. Brode, yeah, yeah. And then they worked on this. And this is their new project. And Marvel Snap is freaking great. It's really good. Really, really good. So I would highly recommend that if you have an iPhone or uh, Android device, and, you're good. And how world. appropriate. But how last phase of them? What the do you mean snap? last phase? Oh, Snap? Well, I think they yeah, call it Snap because it's fast. I think that's Oh, why. so not not because Thanos is like, you're not like w- waiting for Thanos. No, to... no, no, no. That's no. a really interesting point. Now that you're, now you're making me wonder if they considered that when they, I mean, I'm sure they did because working with Marvel is notoriously <laughs> a pain in the ass. Uh, right. But I think it's because the matches are so damn fast. You just get in there and get okay. out of there. I don't okay. even know if there's a Thanos card. There might be. I haven't gotten to him yet. It might be. Or it might not be there. Who knows? But as a fan of uh, comic art, you'll love it because the uh, a big draw for the game is getting unlocking all these variants of characters that are drawn by different artists. And right. it's great. There's even pixel versions of I got a pixel pixelated version of the uh, of the thing today. Now, well, cool. now you're to now. Okay, so up until you said that, I was kind of like, mm, I don't know, Scott. Yeah. I mean, yeah. do I really want a mobile game? Yeah. But then you said the pixelated version, so giving a little old school love. Then yep. in that case, play retro me, baby. I'm looking up Marvel Snap. Do it. It's on phones and tablets, and then it's coming to Steam as well. It's not done yet. They okay. got to widescreen that thing. Uh, and then there was one other place that was getting it. It wasn't consoles. I don't remember now. Was it my uh, Samsung refrigerator? Uh, it's always your Samsung f- refrigerator. Check it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't remember. There's some other place that's coming. But uh, anyway, it's exciting stuff. Go check it out. And then Overwatch 2 has me completely hooked. I'm completely hooked on Overwatch 2. I didn't expect it. I played so much Overwatch 1, I thought, you know what? I never need to play Overwatch again. They, what are they going to give me here? And turns out they're going to give me five-on-five matches instead of six-on-six and role-specific uh, character choosing but that's before bullshit, you start a match. Because I can't play, you can't play two tanks. You can't have two tanks in your team. What's What? 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 It, it's so much better this way. So much better. It's like a new game. I love it. I love that. It is a new game. I don't want two tanks. I want two damage dealers. I want two healers. And I want one tank. Let's go, baby. That's what I want. And that's what they do. If it plays more like a MOBA now, kind of in a weird way. And uh, I love playing support, which is super easy to get into. The queues are short for support, so it's no problem getting in there. And uh, uh, that game's free to play now, so there's no reason people can't get into it. The new characters are really cool. I'm just all back in on Overwatch. I can't stop. I am so so curious, uh, 20 years from now, um, where all of these server-based games are, because we already seen this with City of Heroes. Remember City of Heroes? Sure. And how it, yeah. how it, we know it's like we we can emulate a lot of these things because we we had these items in our hands. We Aren't there still private you know, servers? There's private servers for City of Heroes, I think. 
there, there is, but it was a very long time coming, and there was some, you know, some lawsuits and and getting shut down, and just uh, you know, some controversies because you know you got such a large group. It's not like not like with Splatterhouse where I can just stick it on my Genesis and go, I don't need none of you people. I can just you know get my retro on game game preservation though, from I, a like service games preservation is absolutely service, yeah. like new territory, and I don't know where it goes. I don't know how they do it. Right, it's going to be right. interesting to watch. It's but you know what, Na- dude? Nature finds a freaking way. Okay, it does. Oh, you're right. You're right. That's right. Na- nature finds a way. It does every time. Okay, but you did more. You did some actual uh, retro things this week besides playing Splatterhouse. What was it? What'd you do? Oh, absolutely. So, uh, so we got these. I, you, yours should be on the way, I believe. Uh, we talked a few weeks ago about this. I'm holding it up now, and if you can't see what I'm, I'm holding up, you're just listening to the podcast. It's the Legend of Zelda hand-drawn game guide now this is on the internet and we can post a link somewhere later uh but essentially someone made a a pdf of all these great hand-drawn game guide stuff for uh, the legend of zelda and a and so our good friends uh so so dominic from aggieland printing in bryan texas uh heard what we'd said and said i hey i own a i own a print shop and print this up and sent it on out and you'll get yours very soon. I got to so talk to that dude Dominic about that. some other stuff. Dominic, send me an email. I got, I got some printer. I got some, I got some needs. Got some needs, yeah. but I love this thing, man. This hand draw. Oh, man, I tell you, retro fans are just the best. They just have such a passion. I'm, I'm so glad this was something that was that can still hang around. You know, uh, in the, you know how the N- Nintendo is litigious and stuff. So I'm oh, just yeah. so glad that this is something that that has not been removed from the internet because uh, it is fantastic. What, what if we got, what if we got a cease and desist on this show for doing any Nintendo content? What would you do? How would you be? I just just flip the bird (laughs) and keep on going. You know what I mean? Flip the bird and keep on going, baby. Yep. There's a, there's a reason why I don't put like any Nintendo uh, videos that I do like gameplay on YouTube because YouTube is such an easy place for all these places to to shut you down. Yeah. So I don't I don't keep nothing on my Twitch either. So like after a couple of days it just goes away. So mm. nothing nothing bothers me more I, than I I'm like, these, "Hey, look. I'll take this look. I'll take the bullet, it. dude. I put this stuff on YouTube after. I'll take the bullet for us. Don't worry about it. It's all good." There you go. Yeah. Games preservation. We're all about it here. Uh, on the show anyway mine's on the way i guess I, I think it may have arrived today and i just have to go get it from the p.o box so uh i will do that that sounds good but Dom- ooh, dominic also, you need to call me you need to email me yeah go ahead oh also my speaking of things that will arrive soon tomorrow my steam deck dock is on the way and it should be here tomorrow and boy oh boy i was so excited whenever i got my um whenever i got my steam deck order yeah. And I posted on Twitter, and everybody was like, "Oh, is it here yet? When's it going to get there?" And all that stuff. And I thought, well, maybe people would be just as excited about when me, you know, me waiting on my Steam Deck dock. Nope. Mm. People were like, "I don't want that stupid overpriced thing." Blah blah blah. And people were like, "It's fantastic. I love it." And so there's like, oh, there's boy, do people have opinions? How do you Did feel about the eighty nine bucks? How do you feel about the price? I I find it okay, but I'm coming from a different place. I think a lot of this has to do with where you're coming from. Like I have docks for my PC laptops, USB C with network and dual display ports and fast USBs and all that stuff. One hundred twenty nine dollars, so eighty nine dollars for a Steam Deck dock. That doesn't bother me. But I also understand that not everybody's going to need everything that this this provided here because they probably are comparing it to things like uh, the Nintendo dock, which is basically just 
you know, just a USB, one or two USBs has an HDMI out and you can plug it into the wall and it stands stuff up. Most people probably just looking for a nice little stand they can put their dock in and then one HDMI so they can plug it into a TV. And that's probably it. That's probably all they care about. But no, we care about desktop mode and all that stuff. We want to go in there and tweak and hack and screw around. Right. Right. But a lot of people were like, I'm only going to spend $50 on this one. I'm like, well, you know, for $50, I, I guess. But that the one you're looking at doesn't have, you know, the dual display, which is important to me because I want to put I want to send one out with zero latency to a monitor and one to my capture card so I can capture from it. But not everybody has that well, let's uh, need. You know what I mean? What about so, these ones that are? Uh, yeah. OK, so here's. Oh, there are a ton of knockoff ones of these. Oh, there's so much stuff. There's anything from, you know, $20 up to, you know, what you would, you could get laptop. They plug in just fine. Uh, uh, Valve has been very supportive of these docks and stuff. So they're not liking every, locking everything down, down going, no, you can't get that. So my, my actual $129 laptop port uh, works just fine. It's, it, but it's just not a dock. You know, it doesn't have that docking. Okay, well, I uh, just found a whole bunch of like $39, $28 and they're docks. Like straight yeah, up and, docks. I want to get and one. They're, and they're all those that I found in that price range were the problem was they had the 10100 network cards because yeah. network cards can really uh, bring the price up. I think the cheapest gigabit one I saw was the $50 one. So uh Maybe that's maybe that's not important to you. Maybe you're a retro gamer and you don't want you, you're not worried about you know the network speed. It might not even be important to you. Well, you it know. depends on what you're doing, I guess. I mean, it would yeah, that'd be like what a downloads consideration, I suppose, is all you're worried. Yeah, about, like right? like if you were yeah if you were playing some modern games, maybe you wanted to play it like in the cloud or something. There's a bunch of different ways you can use your Steam Deck. Very versatile, and as a result, very versatile amount of docs but boy i tell you man people really got mad it's like i can't believe it's like oh dude dude it's okay it's people, just <laughs> people get excited about what they what they got you know what they're into right i, I get it right and i'm like it's good it's good it's I'm, fine that it's fine i it's, think if I'm you gonna, want to get the other one get the other one i'm gonna you it's know what for needs. comparison's sake yes i'm doing it i'm gonna get one add to the Everybody keeps talking about the JSAUS, I believe it's called. Uh, KT Data is also just pe- posted in the, but uh, I think it's JSAUX. It's a third party. It seems to be doing, pre- it's one of the more popular ones. It it has the gigabit. It's like $50. It's, I think it also yeah, has like uh, has like a good SSD uh, port. So, I mean, it's 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 got advantages yeah. if those are the things you're looking for. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, just like, you know, like always, it depends on what you want. Um, I'm yeah. going to go ahead and nab at this and then come Monday when it gets here by Tuesday's show, we'll be able to talk about it a bit. What do you think of that? What do yeah. you think of that? I think that that'd be great because I should, I'll have mine by then and we can, we can discuss it. You know, it's what? all a, it's all a gamble anyway, because you're going to get it. You're not going to think of a use case until it comes up. Then you're like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. I wish I had gotten the other one. Yeah. That's a good point. Well, it's on its way. So we'll do it. We'll do some comparison stuff. I, I've got a return on this if I needed it. So they make it real clear on here. You can return it, which yeah, makes me nervous. That, it's like, don't worry. You can the, return it if it's garbage. We promise. <laughs> <laughs> that is the one disadvantage to the Steam Deck doc. I feel like it, once I get it, if I didn't return it, I probably could. Eh, but it's probably going to be a big old hassle. Unlike Amazon, where it's just like, you just drop it back in the UPS store and say, yeah. bye bye now. I wonder Five actually, minutes if later, you a, have your refund. I wonder if it's a giant pain to, to do. Um, I if that is a, a good thing, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's a physical item that re- would require you know an RMA process, and I'm I'm sure 
they just haven't got to that point yet because I'm sure they haven't had that many returns yet. Yes. So if yeah. we if they did, we had heard about it. So they just don't have the system in place. Whereas Amazon is literally a warehouse. That's all it does. It I just, don't remember people complain this loud about how expensive replacement um, switch docks were. They were really expensive. Yeah. Like and it they really seems kind of crazy. And that, they're it, pr- plastic as hell. Like there's nothing to a switch yeah. dock at all. They didn't have near the ports or anything. And they were selling yeah. those for seventy nine or some ridiculous yeah. number. And I don't remember people losing their minds. Maybe it's because <laughs> the basic dock came with it, so you were good. Right. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't yeah, know. I think I. I think to to be honest with you, I really feel like they should have sold like the top end with the dock or something like that. Should have been an option while they were selling stuff. But I don't. I don't even know if they knew they were going to have the dock ready in time uh, because they're still you know putting out firmware updates and stuff for that dock. So yeah, we're, it's, it's going to be a little bit of experiment for. Here well, we'll see. Uh, come next week, we'll both have our docks and we'll talk about them more on the show. Yeah. We'll, for, we'll call it. We'll call it the uh, "What's Up Doc" episode. What's yeah, up, Doc? Episode. That's right. But now this. Destroy it, <laughs> it guys. That laugh is appropriate because it's Halloween month. Ooh. Ooh. And today we're talking about Splatter House. Let me give you the mm. background: two college students, Rick Taylor and Jennifer Willis. Okay, mm. you're going to want to remember Rick Taylor. All right. Oh, he's the he's the, he is the man. He is the man. Uh, they take refuge in a storm in in a in West Mansion, a local landmark known as Splatter House, for the rumors oh. of hideous experiments purportedly conducted there by Doctor West, a renowned missing parapsychologist. <gasps> Ooh, scary! Uh, at the mansion, the two are attacked by demonic creatures that drag Jennifer inside and fatally wound Rick, leaving him left for dead. Jennifer! But guess what? Magic. Jason Mask came and saved the day, and off he goes to avenge his girlfriend. Uh, that's the basics of the story, anyway, behind the Splatterhouse games, which started as an arcade game in 1989. That's mm-hmm. the only one I ever played until this week. Interesting. Yeah, I never, I never saw the arcade machine out in the wild. But once again, my daddy, my daddy was no arcade dealer. <laughs> So I didn't I didn't have that advantage. Yeah. Well, and that's not what I got through that. By then, my dad was out of the business, but it was right. You know, I'd go to an arcade and I would play it. Um, So I put a fair number of of coins inside this particular arcade machine. I thought it was super edgy in 89. Like, oh, man, look at this gross, violent freaking stuff happening in a video game. Mom, don't watch. Don't look at me, mom. I'm playing this. We hadn't we had not gotten to Mortal Kombat. So we're talking about gross body parts, body horror, just just terrifying stuff, right? Slasher stuff, cutting heads off uh, this weird freaking slug bug room. He's in right now. I remember this. I remember struggling with this and he's cheating like I did. He's totally cheating. Yeah, that's what you have to do. That's the one thing we'll find out in Splatter House. Uh, there, are, there are areas where you can go and, and you're safer. The spot this guy's in right now, that's pretty much the place you want to be. Yep. For those at home, here's a taste of what things sound like. Some old uh, uh, thunder samples. Some thunder samples on the old arcade board. Anyway, listen to this. Now, here's what I don't understand. I'm going to pause this for just a second. He's going to pick up a a cleaver here in a second. He's going to start whacking the heads off these enemies. Now, I want you to hear the sound that makes. It's all wrong. Listen to this. What? What? Why is it it racquetball, dude? 
Why? Yeah, it's it's oh, so that's that's a really good question. So I I did a little deep dive as I always do. Uh, Shigeru Yokoyama, uh, the the developer of this game. Uh, there's a lot of other people involved too, but uh, that's usually the name that comes up. Uh, and one of the things that they were looking at was Namco was 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 a little bit like, hey, you know what? We need to make this. Not too scary now. Mm. So they 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 had a, they they kept trying different sounds that they could use for chopping something in half, and I guess everything was a little bit too uh, graphic, mm. and so they ended up just doing this popping noise with yeah. his mouth. That's how Yoko, Yokoyomo uh, he did Yokoyama, it with his mouth. Uh, That's insane. Described it. Hold on. Well, I think they again. I think they simulated it, but it sounds just like the. That sounds like they're playing racquetball to me. It it does, but it was just like a you know just breathing out and popping at the end of uh, of the of the breath Damn. according to the interview. If that is the if that's correct and he's saying that in an interview, I'm impressed with yeah. what he can do with his freaking mouth, man. Yeah, like I said, I think that's I think that's a representation of the sound he made. I think they they made it uh, digitally, but yeah, they were or maybe not. I'm not sure. Yeah. So that they didn't say how far beyond that. He just said that that was the example that he gave them on how to do it. Well, we're also talking about an era where uh, platformers reign supreme, and uh, this this is one of those. It's a let's go left or right. One thing that made it unique, I thought, at the time, we're looking at one of these examples right now, same with the creature room before. they He would enter rooms that were basically kind of boss rooms. Yes. And uh, have to fight, like, haunted furniture and knives and, you know, whatever else is in this place before he could get out of there. And I thought that was so cool because when I would get there, I'd be like, look at me. I'm I'm a killer. I'm a really good video game player. <laughs> I made it to the boss room and I'm fighting paintings now. Uh, how cool is that? And also just this game, first of all, is in the arcade. So I could go to the arcade and play it. This would have been like, sorry, son, can't have that in the house kind of game. Oh, no, no. You can't have Satan in the house. No, thanks. Nope. And so I didn't do you know that, but but we would go and plunk quarters into this thing and have a ball. I really really yeah. liked it in the arcade. So it hats is, off to the arcade. The, the thing I found the the most the best thing about this game mm. is how satisfying it is to whack stuff and to slice stuff, hack and slash. It's it's so satisfying. Even that stupid sound, it it actually fits. It's a little weird and mm-hmm. it feels disconnected. But everything is very satisfying. Like yeah. you feel like you're really laying down punches. Rick is a badass, right? He's 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 imbued by, with the power of of the mask, of the terror mask, and uh, it's he becomes. He was already pretty buff, but man, he just like buffs out and he just like just whacks things. Oh, he's completely Whack. ripped. I don't Whack. know if they did they ever get in trouble for basically making Jason the game because that's what this is. Uh, not here because I, 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 the games were developed, the arcade game was developed for the J- Japanese market. Some some of the arcade machines did make it to the U.S., but I don't think it was through any normal distribution channels where they distributed. Uh, so they they weren't worried about it because there's a little more lax in Asia uh, mm-hmm. with with the copyright laws and stuff. As a matter of fact, with the Turtle, Turbo Graphics, uh, one that was officially launched in the U.S., uh, they changed the mask to like a red color. So yeah, no no trouble here because it was primarily just uh, just a Japanese release that made it over in some cases. Well, the one thing that made it unique, in my opinion, is the game. Yeah, uh, it had you pick up items. I mean, a lot of games did. Like Double Dragon, you'd pick up a pipe and smack people with it or whatever. But this game was like, right. hey, you see that gigantic hook over there hanging on the wall? You can have that and you can like yeah. shred people with it. You see that you baseball? Harpo- or you want to harpoon something? It's yeah, you want to cool. harpoon a guy? You can do it. 
do you want to yeah. take the giant two by four as mentioned in that commercial and you want to slam a guy against the wall and splatter him like you know splatter house splatter reasons house. you can do that as well and i and i at the time anyway that felt uh, maybe not unique but it felt really well implemented here where items mattered and they weren't yeah. just throwaway yeah. ideas that were going to break in two seconds and I really like that. For some reason, the guy playing this playthrough that I captured a bunch of this from, for some reason, he barely uses the guns, and I can't figure out why. It's, yeah, it's very, it's really important to use the gun, uh, especially some of the later areas, because it's a pretty cool gun. Pretty yeah. cool gun he's got here. It's, it's, it, they have an arcade game, right? I, I, yeah, I, I didn't game play as much like the arcade rifle. game. It has a rifle in the arcade game, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Totally yeah. does. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very cool game. Then along comes the weirdest thing ever. All right? <laughs> This Japanese thing, we got to talk about this. Um, I'll play some yes. sound from it first. Here's here's what the game, and if you pronounce, it, I hope I get this right. Ladderhouse Wanpaku Graffiti. Pretty good, pretty good. Wanpaku Graffiti, correct? Yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those chibi chibi type uh, uh, reimaginings of the series, right? Yes, which did not come here at all. Ended up on the Famicom in 1989. Mm. Uh, it's an eight bit game. Obviously, here's what that sounded like. like hey y'all eight bits remember that time remember that era that's what we got here um i'm gonna show some video of this this is it's interesting because i actually think i i found a rom and yeah, it's yeah. it's in the my rom is not in english the version i'm looking at on screen here is yeah yeah but the one i found was in japanese it doesn't really matter um because right. it the dialogue doesn't mean anything. I mean, it's now this important. may be the this may be the fan made uh, injection of the translation because there there is uh, plenty of those out there. So you might oh, have found a bomb. Yeah, that's that. true. Somebody yeah. somebody packed it and put in a, a localization. Yeah. But anyway, I really liked this game uh, from a gameplay standpoint. I think it played better than anything else I tried this week, including my favorite of the Splatterhouse games, which was on the Genesis uh, Splatterhouse Two, which we'll talk about in a minute. Right. This just had a really fun speed to it, and like. Yeah, big floaty jumps, hack and slash, rip through these levels really quickly. In fact, I was surprised how quickly it felt like it moved. Did you spend much time with this game? I did. I think you're right. I mean, as far as pick up and play, uh, the Wanpaku Graffiti is a lot more pick up and play. I feel like the the the, the Splatterhouse series itself, though, it looks like a fighter on the surface, but if you really let yourself, you know, get immersed into it. I spent more time with the other games simply because I, I if, if you had like 15, 20 minutes to play any of these games, you had the best experience here. But I, I like I said, I, I feel like the other ones, because of the story stuff, because of the, it's a really simple and tropey story with slasher movies. And that's what all the, all the monsters you're fighting are all from slasher movies yeah. and hardcore more to it, horror though. from the 80s. Yeah. These are all... These are all hammer film type characters or, you know, universal monsters like, you know, Dracula, who is doing some Michael Jackson action up here. Dude, on the, on he the totally does it. In fact, when he first comes <laughs> out, the music sounds like um, it is is thriller. It's it thriller. Is. I mean, they they didn't yeah. care about copyright back then. They were just like, whatever, man. No, no. This was this. They, they were safe. That's the reason why they didn't release it in America. He's doing a little moonwalk there. He shoots your bird. No, it's the peace sign. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm with you. As far as just jump in and play, if you're like one of those retro gamers who likes to just taste test a little bit of everything, yeah. you're probably going to have a better experience with this. But if you've got the time, if you have the time to sit down and become emotionally invested in trying 
to save Jennifer. Yeah. Spoilers, by the way, on a really old game. Uh, Jennifer turns on you. Oh, yeah. She tur- she turns into a monster, and you have to kill her. Yeah. And so it goes from the two it comes it goes from the two things you see in a lot of slasher films. It goes from the you got to rescue your girlfriend and then it goes to the revenge type. So after you get through failing to save her, I I feel like it's a very emotional turn, something I've never really seen in an arcade game uh you know, taking that turn. Yeah. And so it it's it, then you really do feel like it's like, "Oh, oh, now I got a reason to kill these blobs of whatever these things are stuff that's from the reanimator and the evil dead and yeah the other they make all kinds of references time. yeah they don't they're not yeah. they don't hold back on that which i you know I, I i think i'm totally fine with and i don't even know if you could like if you're if you own the friday the 13th ip can you even go after someone for using a hockey mask on their murder not not later on late like by the time they got the splatterhouse too i guess they had kind of already decided it because they they work with paramount right is yeah, that who did i think it was paramount i think Pictures. it was yeah. uh they'd already they'd already worked something out because they changed the mask look a good bit mm-hmm. by the time they got to splatterhouse too uh but wanpaku graffiti very cutesy uh i don't know how they could go after these because it looks so much like parody you know it looks oh, it, it really it does looks like a, a, a comedic version of all this stuff and i don't know what one paku stands for let's see i can find out uh, uh it's it's like fun uh fun menace like i think there was a comparison i read like uh they released dennis the menace in Jap- in jap uh, in japan as wanpaku uh dennis or something like mm-hmm, that so mm-hmm. it's like a, a playful uh menace playful menace is what that means interesting i yeah, that that's roughly what it translates to. I'm sure somebody probably could go, no, Brian specifically is it, but that's the that's the heart of it. Graffiti apparently didn't mean anything. I don't maybe it's the fun word at the time. There's mm. like, hey, you guys seen this weird English word? What's it called again? Graffiti. That's yep. fun to say. Yep. Let's put it in there. That's fun to say. I just realized there was a there is an English version that was released in the Namco 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 Museum Archives Volume One compilation, which came out in twenty twenty. Okay. Uh, okay. Didn't, didn't yeah, know about that. Yeah. So if you're looking for a way to play that, Delicious. that exists. That's a thing. Okay. Can I, I didn't know that. I had the Nanco Museum for the PS1, which, which included Galaga and Splatterhouse One. Yeah. See, this is this is new to me too. This okay. is um, let's see, Namco collect Namcot collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the Japanese version of the, the, the Namcot. Yeah, that's weird. Oh, here it is. Volume one on Steam. Let me just see if this is... But it's Namco. I think they still say Namco. And- okay. So here's what you <laughs> get. Uh, the games that come with it on there. 11 titles. Right. Uh, eight. You get the 8-bit remastered version of Pac-Man Championship Edition, which is great, by the way. Nice. The 8-bit version of Championship is ridiculous. I love it. Um, anyway, includes Galaxian, Pac-Man, Xevious, Mappy, Dig Dug, The Tower of Dro- Druga. Sky Druga. Kid, Dragon Buster, Dragon Spirit, The New Legend, Splatterhouse, One Paku Graffiti, and Pac-Man Championship Edition 8-Bit Remaster. Um, nice. The reviews on Steam aren't great, but why? Um, yeah, usually it's like interface or stuff like that, usually, right? That's what you're really selling. Or, or oh, oh, I know what usually people get mad about. I can't believe they included the TurboGrafx-16 version when everybody knows the arcade version would far superior. That's usually the, that's usually where you get people pissed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. By the way, normally 20 bucks on sale right now for $4.99. I might grab this. I'm on it. on Steam, you say? Yeah, I might grab I'm it. Down. Says it's, I'm down with it. Le- says it's uh, totally verified for Steam Deck as well. Mm. Oh, excellent, excellent. Because I'm going to go back and, and play these. These, these have really... 
captured my imagination. I'm going to grab this. I'm doing it. I'm doing it right now. I'm doing I'm, it. I'm soaking in it. Yeah, five bucks. Come on now. And it's it's called the the it's the Namcot, right? Let me Nam. Uh, no, that. you want the one that's literally Namco Museum Archives Volume One, 2020 on Steam. There there was a Japanese oh, version of it, but they this- call it Archives. So that other one was Namco Museum. They have Namco Museum One, Two, but these are called Archives. Interesting. Yeah, because it's the old stuff, right? Uh, yeah. Let's see. What was that second game there? Oh, you're right. It is 75% off right now for four. Now. Oh, and look, I have a friend who has it too. Sweet. I'm getting this. So. I'm getting Mappy. I can't wait for us to talk about Mappy. I like Mappy. Mappy's great. Oh, Mappy's underrated. Mappy's all right. Or I should say Mappy is rated. You know, people Mappy like is Mappy. appropriately rated, probably. Sure, but we sure. all love Mappy. By the way, the TurboGrafx-16 version was uh, uh, predated the, the Splatterhouse 2 on Genesis and 3 on Genesis by like two years. They put it out early. Yeah, and... And that's where a lot of people uh, experienced it that I talked to was the Turbo Graphics. Even though uh, that, that's okay, a lot of people online, retro gamers who I talked to, yeah. played on the in the Turbo Graphics. People I, the people I know, all had Genesis. I don't. I didn't know anybody around here who had a Turbo Graphics sixteen at the at the time. So, but I know online a lot of my friends online. I had a friend with one, and things. he was insufferable about it. He was a bit like a vegan, or oh, sorry, vegans are all right. Uh, what am I trying to think of? You know what? Crossfitters. Crossfitters talk like this. There you go. Crossfitter. He's like the Crossfitters of uh, retro gaming. That's systems. how. That's what it. the all of the Turbo Graphics sixteen people I knew were like that. They were just kind of right, a-holes right. about what they owned and what they had. But they, I guess so because they were the. It was the first one in that new generation. It was. It was actually. A, it was a, supposed to be a sixteen bit, and it kind of is. It's yeah. how you look at it. Uh, it was eight sixteen. So the the CPU was eight bit, uh, but then we had a sixteen bit uh, 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 GPU. I think right. Yeah. Video card. So uh, yeah, I, I could understand. The, I would. I would understand that. You know, it's like, hey, look at me. I'm cutting edge. You haven't got nothing sixteen bit yet. You're still playing on your stupid NES. Yeah, you slacking slacker ass slacker. Right. You slack and slack it. Look Sly, at you. Look at my look at my graphics. And we and they did. They got the freaking they got the freaking Splatterhouse. We couldn't get one of those in the US on no. the NES because no. uh they, they were they were having NES was having a fight with uh, Namco at that time, by the way. Do you, do you remember that? I do, do remember, remember the that. There fight? was a big fight. It was uh something Pac-Man no. What was the deal? No, was it, it was uh it was Namco's li- Namco was the one of the first to get a licensing deal with Nintendo, and this is before Nintendo decided that they wanted to have control of all the cart productions yeah. and to take their bit. So Namco got a big pass, but then their license expired and they had to renew it. And they're all like, well, guess what? You got to use the new license. And they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, so, you, I'm walking here, they said. I'm walking here. And so they got into a they got into a bit of a, a, a tiff. And so they was like, well, fine. You know what? We heard this TurboGrafx-16 and the PC engine we hear is pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. So you know what we're doing? We're taking this because it'd be hard to make a NES copy of this Anyway, because eight eight bits would be tough to do a Splatterhouse arcade port, but the TurboGrafx sixteen bit, yeah, just well enough. Truth, I agree. How, do you have any sound from the TurboGrafx version? Because no, what man, I, I the arcade is so silky smooth and sexy and i love the you know what i've seen of the turbo graphics 16 i don't want anybody to be mad at me going you can't compare it to the arcade man like an arcade machine from 1989 compared to a home turbo graphics mm-hmm. that arcade machine is going to eat it up yeah no matter and, what uh, you're, you're gonna do let's see if we get some sound out of this actually let me try um this is the 16 yeah turbo Rex. see they don't even have the lightning noise yeah, they just have music. Music's okay, though. 
It's a good translation, but it's not nearly as robust. Not many sound channels. Well, at least the, the, the swiping doesn't sound like... You know, it looks okay. It looks all right. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to say it's, it's the it's the best thing I've ever seen. It looks, no, it looks all right. It's not it's not arcade perfect, but it's it's not bad. It's arcade okay. It's arcade not arcade okay. broken. It's arcade working. Yeah, it's so it's working. It 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 does most of the stuff it has to do. It they did remove some of the uh, you know we were still in that time where you couldn't have religious things themes and stuff. Mm-hmm. NEC Nintendo all of those all those people we were going through we were still uh, we were still going getting out of the satanic panic. Yeah, uh, we, they didn't want to be a part of that. Be. Nintendo, in particular, did not want to be associated right. with that whole thing. The, the Japanese were looking over at America going, oh, they've lost their minds. Yeah, you people don't in your, that shit in there. Don't put a cross in there. Don't put any kind of like uh, upside no. down pentagrams or any of that stuff. Mm-mm. Man, today, it's no problem finding that. I was just playing mm-hmm. um, uh, Mortuary Assistant yesterday on stream. Right. Because people like it when I scream like a baby, man. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> That game's got crosses and religious symbology everywhere, and like stigmata right. stuff and all that. It's all over the freaking place. We're we're out That's of the way. we're out of the eighties, man. The eighties and nineties were stupid that way. Yeah, they were, that was rough. I don't know. We kind of we kind of come back into them a little yeah, bit. A little I'm bit. a little bit worried. Yeah. I'm a little bit worried. A little bit. We got we got. Here's what happens: dipshits get into power, <laughs> and then they start making stupid calls for the rest of us. <laughs> Right. Get, get ready for more of that for a little while, okay? It's gonna yeah, it's, it's it's a backlash, is everything, and then there'll be it. Then we'll make some progress. Then we'll have some. We'll have a few steps back. But that's some how, of them, I look at. I look at some ladies like my age, right? And she's talking about her kids and what she, they shouldn't have or have in the home. And Hocus Pocus Two is casting spells in my living room, and I want to look at her and go, <laughs> "You're as old as me. You've seen yeah. this before. Yes. You're either being willfully." Like whatever this is, you're doing this on purpose for the attention or something, or you're really freaking stupid. Like, I can't tell which it is, Brian. I don't know what to call that lady. I, yeah, I, I don't know. You, you'd think if, yeah, I think a lot of people just live life and they just never look up and then suddenly look up and they're, they're very upset. I guess they never, maybe they weren't part of the worry with the satanic panic like me and you experienced it. I don't know, but I'll tell you what, uh, Splatterhouse Juan Paku Graffiti would say about that. It would say, uh, be garbage a cesspool. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Be garbage a cesspool. Ha ha ha. <laughs> right. They almost laugh like this guy. Not really. Ah, ah. Uh, speaking of which, let's uh, go to the place where I think the game has shown the hardest and the best, and that is this. Oh, Genesis, you and your sound chip. I know, oh, your sound chip. So, this is the Sega Genesis version. Yes. Uh, there's not much to play there except, and part of the reason there's not much to play is it's almost entirely music from this one. That dumb yeah. scream. Yeah. Um, but also, for some reason, it's muted for almost all the action. There's barely any sound. Like when you yeah. slash or slap or hit or punch a dude, it doesn't make sounds. And if yeah. it ever does, it's like a little. It's terrible. Oh no, I'm it's sorry. You know what? I take it back. Back me up. Back this truck up. Oh no, that is correct. No, it is two that has terrible sound. Two has amazing gameplay. I think it's got really good structure. It's a fun yes. game, but its sound work is bad. I'm mixing three up. Three elevated everything. Graphics look better. Sound is mm-hmm. way better. 
but it's not as a cohesive of a design, I think. Right. It's, they, they, they really switched up the gameplay part in part three. But in part two, on the Genesis, the one of the things that the Genesis they excelled at, we talk about all the time how the SNES had the best sound, but mm-hmm. the, and the Genesis was okay. But where the Genesis really shined was its ability to uh, to 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 get pixels on the screen and do them fast and be sexy. Mm. And, uh, th- this is a, this is a good looking man. If you want to look gross, this, this, all the, all these zombies and stuff, they're all bloody on the outside. Now, when you kick them, they got green stuff on the inside, but on the outside, they're all gross and mm. red and just got a really good color palette. Just, it's just fantastic. Look at really gritty and dirty. Yeah. It's a fun looking game. No doubt. But him yeah. doing this thing, yeah. where he's splattering these guys on the wall. It's an yes. amazing graphical effect, but there's yeah. just no sound to it. There's like nothing. Yeah, and that's disappointing because one of the things that makes this game feel satisfying is when you when you make contact with with, with a you know a baddie and uh, splat them. That's that's what it means. That's what it is to make splat. You gotta yeah. you gotta you gotta go with splat. It's literally called Splatterhouse. You need to have more. Of yeah. That. Uh, the new the later games that tried to revive the series they were they were better at that. They weren't great. Yeah. Games, oh my though. god. Yeah. The 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 2010 Splatterhouse, which I've been trying to pick up, and we'll talk about. It it's not shortly. a good game. I'm sorry. It's not. It's no. it's it's Splatterhouse, man. I know it, it had is, potential. It is, it I'm is, not saying it couldn't have been. It could have been, but it was it's not visually a good game. right. It's it's visually striking. Uh, it, it's it's uh the, the you know it's I there's things to like about it, but is it. A great game, no. No, it's definitely not <laughs> but, retro either. But you know, ten, right? Ten, That's two thousand ten. It's got, it's got, uh, it's got all. It's got unlockable one, two, and three. On I mean, there, at one day, at one point, you know, we're three sixty and PS three are going to be considered retro consoles. But that that day yeah. is not yet. It's not now. It's, it's very close. Two thousand ten when this released. So I mean, was it? It's twelve years later now. So I mean, give another ten years. Boom. Yeah. Boom. You've I been retroed. <laughs> yeah. And we'll be here to cover it all. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, uh, uh, I was gonna. Do you, you have like a favorite boss before it went? Like, like this is where I like started really playing a lot. Did you? Did you have a favorite boss in Spider House Two? Or I did. The, or the, in, uh, uh, the oh, I think version. we just saw it. and I skipped ahead, or maybe we did show it. It's the guy right before this. Uh, here he is. This is guy. It, this is it. Uh, this big fat wormy dude. Really into him. Oh, you really like the big fat yep. wormy dude? Yeah, I'm, he's he's pretty sexy. I I like him. Yeah, I I, I feel like a, this game is always it's all a lot of times it's about standing in the right place mm-hmm. or not doing something. And he's kind of he's not too hard to beat if you uh, stand in the right places. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, you, you work- can you can do it real good. Yeah, I'm gonna say though, like just visually speaking, this right. is a brighter vibrant more vibrant game than any of them really yeah this particular one whoops uh like this i don't know what it is but for some reason this palette even though we're limited to 6464 colors rather not 100 right right um it's still just I mean, we never got to see a super nes take on this with higher color palette and all that so maybe it would have been right. better but this is just bright and like i don't know dark at the same time but just really sharp i don't know it's hard to explain I think it wouldn't. I honestly, I don't think the SNES version would have been as good. To be honest with you, I I think that this is uh, this is one of the this has got large, really large sprites, and I think that really shines 
on on the on the Sega Genesis. So I, I think I see. I think you're seeing the best. My favorite uh, uh, bad guy, by the way, is is Biggie Man. He's the one with the uh, he's the one with the two the chainsaws. Oh, and he's got the old burlap sack for a head. Yeah, Biggie Man is good. Cool. He was. I saw. Isn't yeah. he in? Um... He's in the arcade in the Turbo the arcade. 16, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the first one. Yeah. yeah, Biggie Man. I forgot his name, but yeah, Biggie Man's got like. He's almost like that new. There's that Chainsaw Man that just came out. The anime yes. it reminds me of that. Yes, yeah, yeah. It does remind me of that. Yeah, I can't find a picture of him. But every time I look for Biggie Man, all I get is Biggie Smalls album covers. Damn it! <laughs> I'm looking for the, the the guy who did the 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 lyrical stuff. He was a big man. Yeah, it was a big Biggie man. man. Was he it? like he was on a boat or something and fancy. He was fancy and he didn't like Tupac. <laughs> <It was> fancy. <laughs> uh, all right. So there's your there's your look at Splatterhouse. But two. wait, wait, what about, we, do we even talk about Splatterhouse 3? Because that's the that's No, the we got to do Splatterhouse changed. 3. That's next. Oh, that's up. Okay. So, oh, okay. so okay. listen to this. This has sound in it. Yeah, it is good sound, too. Yeah, they didn't, like, like that's actually punching a thing, you know? Yeah. Not this, Very satisfying. Not this two garbage where they don't, for whatever reason, they decided, eh, it's a video game. Do we need sound anymore? Do we even need sound? That's what I felt like they were saying when they made that thing. Yeah. But this thing? Yeah. Night. Nah, yeah. they're all in, dude. It's great. I I kind of wonder if like in and when they did Spider-House 2 in the Genesis, if they were kind of like going, mm, do you think anybody's going to buy this? Mm, I don't know. And then when the sales were pretty good, they said, yeah, let's get that Splatterhouse 3 moving. Yeah. Let's get it out there. 1993. We, let's, uh, what's, what's hot right now? What's the hot fighting? Streets of Rage, Final Fight. Let's yep. do. Let's make a brawler. Let's go. Let's, let's take them to the brawler. I really wish this game had this the art style of the second game. I think was right. just better, and yeah. and then the sound work of this one, and then the structure of the arcade Turbo Graphics 16 game. That's that to me would yeah. be the perfect combination across the board. Instead, right. this one just feels a little meandery. There's there's backtracking I didn't love. Um, right. I don't know. It's just not. It's not my favorite in the series, but I do like how it sounds. It sounds real good. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't decide. It's almost playing a different game because the 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 first couple of ones were all you know like side scrolling, you know, single lane, mm-hmm. uh, go through fights, uh, you know, pretty much a straight path. This has nonlinear maps, yeah, uh, that you can kind of kind of move around and it's got a timing mechanic. And now you're Rick and Jennifer, and you got your own house, you got your own mansion now. Uh, and you got a kid, and so uh, there's all kind of things going on here. Like I said, the timing mechanic is kind of cool because you've only got so long to get to uh, to your uh, to your loved one uh, before they die. There's three endings, you know. There's three possibilities of of how that that could go, uh, whether you save you know Jennifer and your and your child or not. Um, but yeah, I kind of like. I like the nonlinear path because you can you can go different ways and there's mm-hmm. like rooms that like teleport you different places where you can pick up a book or restore some health. There's a little bit of strategy to it. It's not great though, but like you said, it's it's a little meandering. Mm-hmm. I just don't like of, turn. I don't like backtracking very much. To me, this felt like yeah. hey, Streets of Rage is popular. Let's make the game more Streets of Rage. Like items Absolutely. are way less of a thing. They're like single use thrown yeah. items. You don't get a, a, a hacksaw thing that you can carry for a long time. Um, they don't even have a oh God. Gear. That's the that's the worst part of this one, if you ask me. Mm. The weapon ghost, yeah. the object ghost, whatever you want to call them, 
the floating heads yeah. from the first one. Yeah. They come. They, they you, if you're using a weapon, especially one that's throwable. Like if you, if you have a two by four and you drop it for some, let's say you get hit, and so you drop the weapon. These little ghost heads will come flying in really fast and grab your weapon and take it off to a to a to an area. By the way, once you you can figure out where those areas are yeah. when you're looking at the map and uh, and and retrieve them. Uh, but it's a pain in the butt. Cinder block is my favorite. Is my favorite one though. But it's it is really effective. It's a one hit blow. But then those before you can even get near that thing, the ghost head comes down and goes. Yeah, I'm going to take your shit away. Right. But the focus <laughs> so on the focus on the weapons is just it's just it plays like I don't know. I say it as I'm watching the video and the guy's carrying this wood for a long time, but. Yeah, but, if you, but, but if you it's hold still two by four. You are right. Yeah, if you get hit though, it drops, which is totally Streets of Rage. Like they just took that right yes. out of there. Yes, and yes. I get it. It's the time, man. It was 1993. It's what we did. Yes, but I'm not and happy collected, about it. You got to collect orbs in this one, uh, where you could do a power up. So yeah. you you could you could power them up, and then you could like basically rage out like you aren't weren't already a monster. You could roid rage. And uh, the mask gets all weird and stuff. Mm-hmm. Almost kind of looks, looks like venom or something is going on. Is mm-hmm. is that's kind of cool? Yeah. It's pretty badass. Yeah. It's pretty badass. And the cutscenes are cool. They have some like yeah. almost like photo realistic yes. cutscenes. Sometimes Jennifer looks like a real lady. Uh, they, they are. They uh, it's it's whatever we were doing during that time where we would scan photos in and basically. Uh, render render them. I don't know what process. I have to go back and look. I I used to know what that kind of process was, but yeah, they're, they're real photos of people that have been uh, translated into graphics. Sure. Would you play poorly. if they came out tomorrow and said, "Hey, Splatterhouse, new new game"? Would you play it like now? Absolutely. Especially, uh, yes, absolutely. Now I would. Mm. A week ago, I would have said like, mm, I don't know, but I fell in love with this game. Or that's like I often do. I fall in love with yep. these games. There's a reason why we cover these games because usually there's a lot of buzz around them. You guys suggest them, uh, and and then we'll get in there. And you know, I'm just like you. I'm a retro game lover, and I missed out on most of the stuff. And yeah. when I dive a little deeper, I I see why people are still talking about it. You know, this many years later. Yeah, uh, and I don't and think so, this one was all all blood and guts, and that's what drove its sales. I mean, there's some of that, right? It's just provocative, right. uh, especially at the time. Yeah. But, I think there's meat to it. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah. meat in the game. I'm, and I'm kind of jealous of the Turbo. Gra- if if there's anything I have, I would never have been jealous of the Turbo Graphics 16. By looking at the library, I was always like, and I I didn't miss out on anything. This is the one time I was like, oh man, um, I would have loved to have had this uh, when I was you know 1990. It would have it would have totally been my jam. Yeah. I would have I would have loved this. Oh hell yeah! I mean that's I yeah. I liked it in the arcade, but since I couldn't get it at home. Right. I just sort of forgot, you know? Yeah. And then Mortal Kombat rolls around. I'm like, oh, now I'm old enough to make my own damn decisions. Sorry, Mom. That's right. Freaking, you can't uh, tell me what to do, Mommy. Yeah. She, she, and by then, by then, she was like sitting down with a controller and laughing at how she couldn't control <laughs> fighters very well. Like she had changed her tune by the time I was out of high school. Yeah. Like suddenly, yeah. suddenly everything is fine. Oh, yeah, that's great. Ha ha. But before that, it was like, well, we will not have that trash in this house. We will not have it. Yep. She wasn't it, into it. So it wasn't even that long from like 1989 to 1995. It was only six years. And already for the PS1, they included Splatterhouse 1, the arcade version, on the Namco Museum mm. for the PlayStation. Yep. That's, that seems like. 
It's like, wow, six. Can you say museum after a game is only six years old? I mean, I know the I, I, I know they also maybe included it because uh, Shigeru uh, Yokoyama was uh, did Galaga. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh, yeah, you're playing some of the footage from the two, 2010. Yeah, we're looking at the 2010 killer, killer soundtrack. It's got killer. great soundtrack. It's got lots of blood. Um, so much all over the screen. More than you might expect. I don't know. It's surprising how much blood there is, but I think there's more blood than these creatures have in their bodies. But uh, yes. it's a very stylistic, yes. weird game. I I like for I like what they were trying to do here. I just don't know if they got there. I don't know. It's hard to yeah. explain. It feels Doing like those quick time events. Oh, just murder him. Do it again. That's what I'm saying. Make another one. Yeah. Now's the time. They kind of use that. Um, the 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 um. Batman Arkham Asylum combat. <laughs> right, right, right. It totally reminds me of that. And it worked. It was pretty good. I actually still think this looks really nice. Like for, yeah. well, I mean, we kind of crested on graphics anyway. Like we're not really that different than we were 10 years ago, but yeah, it's yeah. real pretty. Well, cool we'd, there, there, I was trying to think of what the things are going to be. Uh, mm. What are going to be the things that are really going to mark uh, th- this as early, uh, you know, as 2010. And the main complaint I heard from people on this game was loading screens. Mm-hmm. So is that going to be the thing? It's like, oh, you don't want to die in one of these 2010 games. If you did, you're going to be punished by having to wait for a loading screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, these this uh, this game 2010 uh, came, I think, at least like at about 40 bucks. And uh, it was you could you could if you got sir if you got a particular one you could you would get a, a game code and you could unlock uh, uh, Spire House one arcade version two and three so oh, you could also cool. play play those I didn't yeah. know that that's awesome yeah or you could unlock it uh, as you played if you didn't if you didn't get a code so I've I've been looking this past week to pick up a copy of Spider House for the PS3 or the 360 I have both of those consoles mm-hmm. and. Uh, they are getting it just almost as ridiculously as expensive uh, as the uh, uh, one, two, and three, which are very expensive as well. Over a hundred dollars, a lots of times for any of these. I think I just don't know if there weren't that many sold, or people just didn't think it was worth keeping, and they just they've just gotten so rare. You think the uh, uh, the the idea of a new Splatterhouse game? How do I, how do I put this? Like to truly do what the original did, which was such a send up of other horror tropes, you'd have to kind of right. lean into that. And I think things are more litigious and weird now if you're going to do a mainstream thing like that. So right. also like the idea of somebody, somebody asked me on Twitter today, do you think they'll ever do a Splatterhouse like full blown full length feature film? No, because right. it's making fun. It's like what scary movie is to, to scream. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like they're already doing the, the parody's already happening. So the movies right. that it's making fun of already exist. You want to make a movie about a thing that makes fun of other movies. Like, I don't know if that works. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like street fighter, the movie, the game. Yeah. I mean, it, once you, once you've passed it back and forth through the system enough times, it's just like, Oh, we photocopy this too many times. Does it apply? But I do. I, I would like to, I, but I still would watch a Splatterhouse movie if they put it out. I don't know why I, there's something very attractive about, this modern, you know, old fairy tales. Like, okay, let's, I kept thinking about Mario. I yeah. kept thinking about Princess Peach and Mario when I was, when I was playing this this past week, because I kept going, yeah, you know, Rick and Jennifer, you know, Rick's got to save his princess of sorts. Sure. Uh, but it's in this dark, this dark tale. 
And you know, it's, it's a tale as old as time. Tale as um, old as so, time. Yeah. And, and so it's it's interesting <laughs> that we took these slasher movies from the 70s and 80s, which had all of these these modern young people, and we updated the the whole fantasy of yep. it. And yep. so I, I could see them taking an angle uh, to make something modern out of this in without game, being yes in a movie i don't think so i don't think we need it, it would be it would be you'd have to go in a really interesting angle i because, also thought there's a couple things though but i thought about mario and the princess idea and then i also thought about oh a mask that imbues you with power too many people from my generation would think of jim carrey and the mask oh it just, yeah it would yeah. it would be hard you would have to take a really i think you'd have to take a really hard slant into Japanese culture uh, for the U.S. to make this fly, yeah. I think you'd have to. I think you'd have to, you know, get the whole. Uh, the, you know, there's a terror mask idea. There's there's stories about terror mask. I mean, this sure. is not a whole new idea. There's, I think, no. it's either anime or manga. I've seen several uh, topics of that. So this is a, a cultural uh, story that certainly could you could find a way. Weren't I would there, like to see the anime. I wouldn't mind seeing Spider House the anime. Well, weren't How about there, that? Weren't they? I would. I'd watch that. Um, weren't yeah. there Splatterhouse uh, at her house comics? Sorry, I'm typing this as I say it. I thought there was, there was some, a, uh, something like that, right? Wasn't there a Splatterhouse? There, well, there was. Well, you might be thinking of the Splatterhouse Turbo Graphics ad that was in Marvel Comics, uh, and I think you also got one. It was basically just the Turbo Graphics ad for uh, for this game. It was it was illustrated. Oh, look at this! But th- there could have been some Splatterhouse because there's a lot of fan based stuff. Oh, this is Splatter, Splatterhouse and Slaughterhouse 5 keep getting mixed up in the, the results. It's so, it's so funny. It does. It happens all the time. That's what people uh, always ask me. It's like, Splatterhouse? And it's like, yeah, yeah. You mean Splatterhouse 5? And it's like, no, no, no. Not not, not Slaughterhouse. No, no. Splatterhouse. Maybe I'll draw him. I'm kind of in the mood. Maybe I'll draw this dude. He Rick. is way cool. Have you, seen, cool. Uh, have you seen the Splatterhouse trilogy? I came really close to ordering this. I haven't ruled it out yet. Uh, actually, it made me a, they made me an offer on eBay for I was looking at it. It's the Splatterhouse trilogy uh, for the Dreamcast, uh, and it was it was uh, it's fan made based on the Beats of Rage, which is that open source uh, video oh, game engine. Yeah, uh, for this Streets of Rage essentially, and people mm-hmm. just drop in their own graphics and stuff. It looks, looks pretty cool. So wait, was cool. this made for when was this made recently? Like a recent, uh, no, for the Dreamcast. So you know, during okay. that era, interesting. But, but that was yeah. always you couldn't go buy that. You had to, you know, know how to get on Usenet and download that thing or what? How, how would you get a hold of that? Because it doesn't sound yeah, like yeah. You would well today. You can just order. People make them on eBay, and you just order them, and you know, ten, twenty bucks. And so you know, it's like, oh, well, why does it cost ten or twenty bucks when it's a free game? They tell you on eBay, oh, it's a free game. However, you know, I've. I bought the case. I printed out this nice, you know, nice cover. It looks like an official, you know, Dreamcast thing. And so, yeah, you know, but yeah, back in the day, that's how you'd do it. You would, you would, you know, you'd find somebody. Yeah. You, you couldn't like go to Walmart or nothing. And, no. Or and, who'd, and who'd want to really? Who'd want to? At the end of the day. Yeah. Um, well, all right. This has been an interesting look at a game series that many of you probably never even seen. So we hope we have opened your eyes to a hot new franchise known as Splatterhouse 1, 2, and 3, plus a weird Japanese offshoot and a bad t- a 2010 game that didn't do that well. Yeah. I want to well, say two things real quick before, yeah. we, before we cut off of that. I got some scrutiny from some trivia I read. Uh-oh. Because this would change 
a lot of how I think of this game. So I, I just don't know if it seems like somebody would just make this up. But anyway, scrutiny. Let, let's do just a little crossover the, from Film Sack. Here you go. Scrutiny. All right, go ahead. There you go. So tvtropes.org uh, on their Splatterhouse video game wiki. Yeah. Uh, it says, uh, in the first game, Rick is dressed like a hospital patient. This is because originally he was supposed to be an escaped psycho chasing Jennifer. Him being a standard good guy and her actual boyfriend was a case of last minute. This example contains a trivia entry. It should be moved to the trivia tab. Executive meddling. So the trope is executive meddling that it was originally going to be that he was from a mental hospital, but he was parasite. I don't know. I, I can visually see maybe, but I, I it just, it feels like, you know, retconning something. It feels like they're going back and going, yeah, that's what happened. That's why he looks like that. Hmm. Hmm. It's going to be a scary, like somebody built like Dave Batista, uh, no oh. shirt on, ripped up pants like yes. the Hulk, the stupid mask on, covered in blood, chasing you down a hallway. That's scary shit. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, come on, Rick. Cool. Be cool, bro. Yeah, be cool, be Rick. Cool. I, I remember you before you died. Be cool, buddy. Right. You want to know what Game Pro uh, uh, thought back in May of 1992? Always. All right. If you can't appreciate, uh, if you can't appreciate Splatter, Splatterhouse gross out factor, you can surely appreciate its other redeeming qualities, which include awesome graphics, neato sound effects and music, Mondo challenge, and non-thumb threatening character control. If you ever wanted to seek revenge on all those early childhood closet monsters, now's your chance to do it vicariously through Spider House 2. Good to the last splat. That is such the 1992 vernacular. That oh, whole yeah. thing just reeked of 1992 from the neato sound effects, awesome graphics, Mondo challenge. What'd you think of the Splatterhouse 3 oh, yeah. uh, cover art for the Genesis? It's very like Boris Vallejo. I liked um, it. It's Julio somebody. Right. I don't know his real name. It, it, I like it, but yeah, it doesn't fit. Like that hair's wrong. Like <laughs> he looks like a well. It, a, he looks like a predator somehow. The hair like bleeds into his mask. It's weird. That that's that's well. You know when you when you Hulk out when you power up it. That's kind of what it does. It kind of wraps around your head like yeah. these weird tentacle things. But I think they overdid it. I th- I'm with you. It's. I I like I like my Rick to wear the uh, the uh, the garage overall type look. You yeah. know what I mean? The the co- coverall. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. The cut off sleeve garage coverall look. That's yeah. that's what I like. Yeah, I, I like that as well. Um, back yeah. in 2010, EGM uh, they did a cover that I really like. Here, I'll pull this up. Uh, I was talking about Electronics 35 Games Magazine, three that- <laughs> Electronic Gaming Magazine. Um, yep. Or sorry, electronic monthly. gaming monthly. monthly. Sorry, thirty-five retro revivals. One of them was uh, uh, Splatterhouse, and this is when they were announcing the new Splatterhouse. So there's that. It's kind of cool. Yes, I like that. That looks good. He's got he's got the two by four. They obviously talked to the developers. It looks like some artwork from the developers. Yeah. Actually, that's got the two by four with the uh, with the nails in it. Totes, um, totes, my goats. Was the the Game Pro magazine? Was this one here? Pull that up and show the chat. That was this one, I think, for Splatterhouse 2. I, I always hated this cover. I just thought it was so stupid. But. Oh, yeah, because it gets more like, it looks more like, the is it a kabuki mask? Is yeah. that what they, the Japanese kabuki mask? It looks a little bit, yeah, I guess I mean, that part of me Part of me likes of it because it's like a weird stylistic choice at all, just this way this is drawn, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can handle He's it. He's got all the green slime because that's, I guess he's holding a machete, you know, it's on his back of his neck and it's like mm-hmm. dripping the green blood. Mm-hmm. That was the other thing I always... I, I didn't know how I felt about in this game. It's like, oh, just give me some blood, man. Stop, stop with this green 
uh, slimy stuff. It's give me some blood. That was the Nintendo time. That's what they did. Well, not in this case. Nintendo time. They didn't even do this game. All right. Well, now that that's over, we have to do some guessing, everybody. So sit still and enjoy. Destroy it. That's the wrong one. (laughs) No, that's email. Destroy it. (laughs) You know what I did? I didn't play the right thing for when we started the game, which is this. I totally screwed up and didn't play that. Oops. No wonder I felt off. Yeah, that's what it did to me, too. I was like, what did I do wrong? And I I got past it too quick. That's what it was. All right. So the laughing guy knows what's up. Uh, it's time for us to guess my game where we play or, uh, yeah, we play a little audio from an old game and try to stump each other as to what its origin is. I'm going to start with this clip from 1995. Oh, whoa, 1995. Okay. The Genesis. And I'll say it's horror adjacent. Horror adjacent. Yeah. So not straight up like a horror game, but it's definitely... You know, it's got the vibe. Horror-like. Gotcha. And uh, here's your sound. The (laughs) A-Team. So, so Genesis sound chip. Sounds familiar. Bubbly. Very bubbly. Oh, that might give you a hint. Any ideas? No, it's part of it sounded like the very beginning sound very familiar, but then the actual gameplay does not. And that bubble up sound. Okay, so 1995, this is the Sega Genesis. Yep. This is late in the Genesis life it is. cycle, right? Yep. So, this is um, just prior to you know, PlayStation's, what, a year away in Japan? Yeah, yeah, just, just a year away. A couple of years um, mm, uh, Yeah, it's, it's horror adjacent. Who's the, who's the developer? Oh, uh, let me tell you. This is... I wrote this one down. And is this the first in a series? Uh, no, there was no follow-up to it. So it's only one. Okay. Only one. It was Sega Technical Institute was the developer. Oh, so it was STI. Okay. Yep. Um, and publisher Sega. This was so it's a Sega joint. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you one other hint on that front. It was. Uh, let's see. No, that won't give you anything. I don't think. Interesting. I yeah. I, I can't say that I know. It feels like it's military based, but like with alien, alien hints to it or something. Well, you're you're really in the right zone. I'll just tell you because it's going to be hard. But do you remember the game, The Ooze? The Ooze. I remember the cover art, but I don't remember anything about the game. I never played it. Let it's me take a look. awesome. Ooh, the Ooze is the technical achievement, as far as I'm oh, concerned. Okay. This trippy oh, concept yes. of like this goo that moved around the screen, this green pile, and had like a skull in it, and you control it. And you fire off your goo balls and try to kind of, in some ways, it's a bunch of puzzly elements to it as well. Um, I I remember this because I was scrolling through my Sega Genesis titles on my RetroArch using Emulation Station. And it'll play, uh, when you go past, it'll play like a short little video clip after it shows you the, the cover art. Yeah. So I, I definitely remember this. I've never played it, though. It's a trip. I still think it's an impressive just like a tech demo for 16-bit systems. It's just really right. neat looking. That looks neat. Yeah, that's like little snakes coming out of like a tube or something. So is this like uh, 
Like you're the ooze. Like are you some kind of you're the uh, radioactive radioactive goose so ooze goose ooze? Uh, so the way it works is uh, here's the story. The game starts at a chemical a chemical chemical plant. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. It's just it's some dumb thing like that. There's a scientist. Uh, he sneaks into a research lab. He gets uh, where he works there. Um, right. He's trying to find evidence of crimes that were being committed using some toxic gas that he created. Oh, and then <laughs> did he create it out of his butt? Well, <laughs> the problem is so so he he there's an either I can't remember if it was an accident or they did it to him, but he gets exposed to the gas, and they leave him for dead. They they throw him out. The chemicals don't right. actually kill him though; it just made him pissed. He becomes like a sentient, formless you know monster called the ooze. Now he's swearing Man, revenge. Is, it's a little Hulk origin, basically, kind of. Yeah, sorta. but this is this is so like uh, third tier horror movie stuff. I mean, I love it. This is this is such a this is such a homage to the almost trauma. Yeah, yeah, uh, very trauma. Type, yeah, type stuff. So I, I I like this. This is pretty cool. Very toxic toxic Avenger kind of origin is story it, and stuff. Is it a dual stick shooter kind of? No, or it looks like you're steering best, one and the best you could do is you still just use the D pad to move around. And then, oh, that's right, because this is Sega Genesis. That's yeah, right. It's just that's the Genesis. Right. So it's I cool, bet, though. I bet it worked well with this still. Highly recommend checking it out if you haven't on emulation. It's a it's Never. a neat game. Really, yeah, cool. that's cool. All right, Brian. Now, oh, whoops. I'm going to play yours. And Here's, now, and now, this. What's the? What's your year? What do you got here? A night. Oh, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I was on the wrong tab. Uh, 1987. This was originally in the arcade, but made it to other consoles uh, as we went along. So, All right. Here it give is. A, give a listen. Oh. Uh, is this an Atari? Game? Like Atari? No, this arcade? is uh we 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 are arcade. Oh, is it Atari? Okay, I got you. It's Atari. Yeah. No, no, this is a this is a Tecmo game. Tecmo, remember Tecmo? Oh yeah. Uh side scrolling platformer. This is Wonder Boy. Oh, that's a no. <laughs> oh, definitely Wait, not. What was that? Let me hear that again. <laughs> oh, why is this so familiar? It's gonna bug me. Oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be like, oh, I haven't thought about this game in a million years when you when you hear what it is. It, uh, how about this? Uh, uh, here's here's your introduction. Four point five billion years have passed since Earth's creation. Many dominators have how many dominators have ruled in all their glory, but time was their greatest enemy. It defeated their reign, and now. A new Dominator's re- reign begins. Jeez, I don't know. Uh, it eventually made it to the uh, NES. Made it to, uh, oh my gosh, the Commodore 64, the ZX Spectrum, the Amstrad, the CPC, the Master System, Lynx, your your Nokia phone, <laughs> PlayStation 4, and even the Commodore Amiga. Much really? beloved, by the way. People love this game. I... I honestly don't know. How about how about you assume the role of the legendary warrior? <laughs> sounds like about a thousand games. Rygar. Oh, Rygar! Ow! I like Ow, Rygar. It hurts. I don't remember Rygar sounding like a little kid. Here, hold on. <laughs> this is the arcade version. Ah! 
Yeah, but I don't remember him sound like a little Link kid. He sound, in the games right. I played, it was like, oh, yeah, wasn't it? Or am I remembering that wrong? I don't know what I. I, I I don't know. You might remember some of the later ones. There's other games. You know, there's some other uh, Rygar, uh, the Legendary Adventure. Uh, that's part of the for the Monster Rancher. And uh, oh no, that's not right. So yeah, the Rygar, the Legendary Adventure, that Let's kind see. of stuff. That might be what you're thinking of. Yeah, I tried to play Rygar recently. I think in um, right. Uh, uh, I can't remember why I, I, I fired it up and tried to play it, but I remember thinking it wasn't, it didn't hold up very well. You know? Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that glitchy, that blink thing yeah. that the, the NES did. That's the other thing yeah. I noticed about the Splatterhouse Japanese only game, that graffiti one. Yeah. There was none of Lops. that stuff. None of that like flicker and glitch. It's like they figured yeah. it out over there or something. It was so much better. Yeah, the Famicom is a little more powerful system than the the NES. If oh, I, remember I didn't know correctly. that. Is that true? Yeah, I, I I believe I believe I remember that correctly. No, oh, I thought I, it was like same machine, just different branding, same guns. I I think it had different stuff. Oh, well, you might be right. I don't know. What do I know? I don't know things. Right. I maybe I'm remembering it wrongly. That's that. That seems like what I remember. <laughs> Rygar running around in his pajama pants, looking like an idiot. <laughs> uh, nice pick. That was a good one. If you guys have a suggestion for a game we should guess, you can always send those into our email, which we're about to read right freaking now. Welcome to the Treasure Room. Yeah, it's time for emails. We got these uh, emails that come to us at playretroshow at gmail.com. That's playretroshow at gmail.com. We got one from Joseph. Joseph. Yep. He called in on his Technicolor dream coat. And he said, Brian and Scott, I love play retro. I've been listening since the boop days. I also love listening to core. Well, thank you very much. They're the two shows that make up the gaming party. That is the frog pants network. Anyway, I received a, uh, received a steam deck early in August and I just got my email. A reserve. Sorry. (laughs) And I just got my email saying mine was ready. I'm super excited. I know it's not something that you can discuss on the show. or may not even want to discuss on an email. If not, I understand. Mm-hmm. But would you be willing to recommend safe-ish sites for ROMs? I mm-hmm. have been searching and do not want to download garbage. Thank you and keep up the work, Joseph. Here's my recommendation. The great preserver known as archive.org. Uh, right. Interested in saving everything from old websites to video no one thinks is around anymore to you name it. If it's digital, they want to preserve it. And they have a ton Mm-hmm. of rom stuff on there including games you can play right through their their interface like through archive.org um right. i think it's a good place and a safe place to go so i'd go there brian anything else i think it, I, yeah, I agree there's there's a good uh so a collection of things at archive.org and the the best part of it is the the community there is not just rom collectors they're into other things so if you find if you do find a rom it's still it's still going to be dangerous to get in roms from archive.org however if you look at the comments section uh when you're looking at the roms you'll see that there's people having discussions and if there's if there's a good healthy discussion threads going on then you're probably going to be fairly safe. The safest way of course is to rip your own roms if you can. Uh, there's a couple of devices out there uh, that allow you to do that. Get your own carts and then rip them, and then you could play it on your Steam Deck. That's the hard way. Brian likes to do it that way, but you know, Brian likes to do everything the hard way. That's how he does it. That's right. The well, plus I know it's like, yeah. where did this rom come from? Well, it came from me. It came from me. That's a good call on the on the on that whole I, uh, end of it. Um, but also, uh, uh, what was I going to say about uh, archive? I forgot now. 
something it's a very frequent question we get though people are always asking where is a safe place to get your roms because not only is it dangerous for other people also we know that occasionally some of these rom sites will be taken over by uh officials and you know He's, it's, it's just always a scary thing. To always, be. And also, yeah, you can go to, um, I believe, is myabandonware. Is that myabandonware.com? I think that I will sometimes go there because they usually have a good feel on uh, whether or not the game has actually, is it really abandoned? You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. myabandonware.com, if there's a ROM you're thinking of getting, and, you know, and you're like trying to choose it from a couple of them. You might want to go to my abandoned wear because they'll 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 kind of discuss. Uh, you know, is is this truly basically public domain? It's probably not because it's too short. But is it basically been abandoned? Are you pretty safe? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Like for example, Stormlord for DOS. Uh, also for the Genesis. This was a canceled game made in the United Kingdom. Right. Uh, barbarian fantasy platformer thing. A lot of people like it. Uh, tongue-in-cheek arcade adventure game casting the st- role of Stormlord, the hard man. The hard now, man. Now, everything that we have said, now those are all gray areas. The safest place and the place I like to get my ROMs from when I'm not ripping my own is I like just buying them off Steam or good old games. If you do a little research, you'll find that most of those ROMs can be extracted either directly or through uh, GitHub applications that allow you to grab those ROMs and play them where you want to. Yeah. Uh, so that that's that's usually my two preferred ways to go. Occasionally, I do have to go. Ah, I've got no resources, and there's nothing. It's not on abandonware, and then I have to, you know, I have to go down to my get, go down my list of stuff. And all, all this stuff is to say, we can't really recommend any place for ROMs. You do what you want to do. Uh, you know, ROMs are a gray area. Uh, you, you have to take your own legal advice. <laughs> that is absolutely <laughs> true. Uh, right. By the way, look at this Stormlord art, man, for this game that got canceled. Look at that cool Viking. Stormlord. Dude. I freaking love it, dude. I love it, too. Oh, I've been really getting into fancy stuff, uh, and that's one of the reasons why I went back and found Rygar, uh, because I, I recently went to a comic book store, and I picked up, uh, you remember this? Crystal Saga Crystal of Crystar. Crystal Warrior. Yes. And this is a Marvel joint, right? Yeah. Marvel. Yes. Number I have I have the entire 11 issue run of this now. Uh and it, it I I love this because the artwork. Oh my god, when I saw this back when it was released cuz I owned this one back in the day. It's pretty cool. I mean, that that was just that was like nothing else. That was like nothing else. On the shelves, kind of into it. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I, I, I would. Uh, I'd be reading that comic. Well, anyway, we hope that answered your question. If you've got other questions in this uh, vein or anything else, we'd love to read them. Play retro show at gmail.com. That's play retro show at gmail.com. Thank you, Joseph. Our next discussion will be retro Resident Evil. Yes, mm, that's right. Will we have two more shows before the end of the month or no? Actually, we only got one unless we unless we cram another one in because let's see, we'll have yeah because we'll just miss it. Monday is Halloween, uh, not this next Monday, but the following Monday. Yeah, so we'll, at, we'll have one on the twenty fifth, and then the next week because we'll we thought about right Silent Hill, but I think Resident Evil is the one that deserves the the discussion. Um, it, it yes. predates Silent Hill anyway, so let's do it. Let's do Resident Evil. We're going back to the roots of uh, of the thirty two bit revolution of uh what was resident evil and how it holds up today and you know what it led to and everything else 
the ultimate pre-Halloween play retro topic. And you're going to get totally stoked and go, oh, I can't wait for them to talk about my favorite Resident Evil. And hopefully that's Code Veronica, because that's as far as we're going. We're going, this is retro Resident Evil. It's going to be one, two, Nemesis, Survivor, yeah. and then Code Veronica. And if I have time, the second Code Veronica. Yeah, maybe. I don't maybe. know about that one. But one, two, Nemesis, which is three, uh, right. for sure. And then Code Veronica, right. certainly. I think Code Veronica, the last hurrah of the tank controls traditional thing. Yeah. Uh, before we would end up with four in 2004, which is an amazing game, but you know, kind of takes us out of the period we're talking about. Anyway, we'll talk all about it. Might even get some comments from uh, John Jagger, my co-host on uh, Core, because he oh, loves yeah. Resident Evil like a madman. Did he like take you through the the more recent Res- Resident Evil? He did. We went through Resident Evil two and three remake. Um, nice. And he's he knows those games back and front. He's really good at them. Uh, he doesn't get afraid like I do. So there's that. <laughs> he's not a big, he's not a coward. Yeah, he's like not a baby me. man like me. So uh, speaking of which, if you want to watch me play that, uh, uh, there's, this, there's a seven and a half minute supercut of the best parts of what I played of Mortuary Assistant, which is wow. now up on my YouTube channel. So if you have not uh, subscribed or been to my YouTube channel, it's at youtube.com slash Scott Johnson. And it's got all kinds of stuff, including video archive of this show and all the other shows we do plus occasionally i'll play a game and do stuff weird with it and that's what i did there so if you want to go watch that and hear me scream like a baby i'll give you an example i don't that I, they, like. they, you keep saying you scream like a baby I, I i've never heard a baby scream like that i would be terrified if a baby screamed like you scream well here's you how, have something totally unique and it's a lot of fun here's how i scream there you go that's what I do. <laughs> you That's sound a, like a you sound like a Disney character who is you sound like a Disney character who has fallen off a cliff is what you say. <laughs> yeah, it gets pretty bad, and it gets worse than that. So if you want to hear that and hear it frequently, check out that seven and a half minute video of the. You would like mortuary. to hear a girly man? Yeah, you want to hear a girly man scream? Good news, plenty of that content out there. <laughs> Uh, that's going to do it for us. Big thanks to Patreon people. Now, last week we said if you signed up, you'd be getting these cool Kurt. Where's my Kirby stickers? Hold on. Kirby stickers. Oh, I left Kirby them pants. There. Oh, where is it? I was supposed to have it handy. Instead, I got this NES version of golf. Okay, hold but on. Trust, trust me, as awesome as artwork drawn by Scott. Oh, I love the golf. Uh, it is is uh, is Kirby, and he's got he's got blue jeans on, and it's a nice. Is it a kiss cut sticker? Is it's a very cool looking it's sticker. A, I want what do you one call it? Kiss cut. Um, uh, 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 is it called kiss cut? What's that called? Is it kiss cut? No, it's where you. It's die cut. That's the word I'm looking die for. Die cut. That's it. How appropriate for sticker. Halloween. It's basically it's Kirby. It, it's Kirby wearing jeans and and sneakers. Okay. Yeah. And I can't find it. Even though I just put them here. Oh, they're right here. Okay, I got it. <laughs> here they are. You can see these. It's Kirby, and he's in. I can't hold it close because it gets blurry, but it's Kirby wearing the, the pants and the shoes, and I'm going to send these, plus some other stuff, uh, and our thanks to these fine folks who signed up because I told you I would. I said since last episode we had no new patrons. I was like, you know what, y'all? Get in there, and I'll send you some stickers. And they did. And you guys stepped up. That's you guys right. stepped up. So check out who did. Perplexer, Kurt, mm-hmm. Tweep. We know Tweep. In fact, Tweep donated Tweep, Tweep donated the Mortuary game to me. But that I'm oh, playing. yes. Uh, Bill Edwardson, Matthew Palmer, Dominic Pace, and Bit O'Brien. 
Nothing, mm, nothing to do with you. Not, not, there's no relation, I don't think, to you. No, probably not. Anyway, all of these guys, uh, you're getting free stuff. Congratulations bunch, and well done. I'm a bunch, O'Brien. Mm-hmm. You are indeed. If you want no commercials ever, pre-show content every week and monthly benefits, you can only get through the Patreon. Check it out. Patreon.com slash play retro. That's Patreon.com slash play retro. All right. It's Resident Evil next week, guys. Send us your emails. Play retro show at gmail.com. Frogpants.com slash play retro. And if you're trying to find us on Twitter, you can do that too. Play retro show on Twitter. Hey, Brian, is there anything else you'd like to say before we remember? Yeah, I do a stream every night, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. I stream these retro games. Come check it out, you cowards. Naked bastard. I don't know what that means. All right, that's it. Until next week, keep having a great month. Go watch some horror movies and do play something retro. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Oh, jeez. <laughs>